and I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We continue today in Romans chapter 1, moving on to verses 24 and 25. So far, here in this section, Paul has told us that the wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against mankind. The reason for this is that he has made himself known to man so that man has no excuse for not honoring him and yet they do not glorify him as God or give him thanks. Instead, man has exchanged the glory of immortal God for man-made images. Now, in the remaining verses of this chapter, we are going to see the result of man's revolution against God. Three times in these remaining verses, Paul writes that God gave them up. Perhaps a more literal interpretation would be God handed them over, a positive act on God's part, not a passive attitude. Now, here are verses 24 and 25, and Paul writes, So God let them go ahead into every sort of sex sin and do whatever they wanted to, yes, vile and sinful things with each other's bodies. Instead of believing what they knew was the truth about God, they deliberately chose to believe lies. So they prayed to the things God made, but wouldn't obey the blessed God who made these things. Oh 
Paul states in verse 25 that man deliberately chose to believe a lie instead of believing what they knew was the truth about God. This suggests that they turned from God to Satan, the author of the lie and the father of idolatry. This is idolatry, which led to the lowest depths of moral degradation. Now here to bring us today's study is Pastor Henry Harder. Having a proper view of God is essential to having a proper appreciation of man. Or to put another way, it is impossible to have a correct view of man without a correct view of God. Paul makes that point strongly in Romans chapter 1. Man was made in the image of God, and you can't understand him unless you understand, at least to a certain degree, God. Paul describes how man purposely suppressed any knowledge of God, and soon man began to worship himself and finally even creeping thing, reptile. That's interesting. To many, God is dead, but the interesting thing is that man is really dead too. That invariably follows. Destroy the image of God in man and you destroy man. In Paul's day, man made idols, images like himself, and worshipped them. Man hasn't changed at all. Secular humanism, which rejects God, too has put man on top, has made an idol of him. That is no different from idol worship. Interesting that just before history closes, man will worship a beast, John tells us in Revelation. All of man's attempts at self-salvation are total failures. Any substitution of man for God just dehumanizes man. Now, what does God do about this? How does God handle man substituting himself and finally animals for God? Paul writes in verse 24, Therefore God gave them over in the sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. That word God gave them over occurs several times in these verses. That's God's retribution. There is natural law of consequence that goes into effect when sin is operative in a person. As sin continues, those laws escalate. Man takes steps away from God towards himself, and God gives them over to the consequences. It isn't that God just ceases to interfere. He created the laws, and he actively enforces them. You see, it's more than God's non-interference or non-involvement. So Paul writes that man began by knowing God, But he still could know God if he looked at creation properly. But man suppressed the truth about God, and he grew in unbelief. It's possible, of course, to grow as a believer in faith, but it's also possible to grow in unbelief. That's a terrible prospect. Unbelievers don't stand still. If there is no positive input, an unbeliever will grow in unbelief. The growth will be in an increased disbelief in God and an increased belief in man. The sad part is that when man leaves the knowledge of God, he ends up not recognizing himself either. He loses the knowledge of man. So God's wrath is already operative while man is on this planet as he experiences the consequences of his sin. It's interesting that spiritual sins have moral 
consequences. God gave them over to sexual impurity. When spiritual and religious values are rejected, moral values go first. If man usurps God's place, then, since man is a social creature, he affects society. His sexual habits, without restraint, become perverted and inverted. That's inevitable, and that's a part of God's wrath. That's a part of the consequences of suppressing God's truth. That wasn't only true among the pagans in Paul's day. That is true still today in our world. Sexual purity practiced within God's guidelines is the exception. Wife swapping and group sex and sex therapies and homosexual practices confirm what Paul is saying here. Our world now is paying dearly for leaving God's standards of purity and imposing its own. The results are disastrous. The sexual diseases plaguing our world are just the consequences of man's sin. I am certain that they form a part of God's judgment. I'll come back to this tomorrow. While man is now experiencing those consequences, this isn't the final picture. Finally, the wrath of God terminates man in hell, where he is allowed to enjoy forever the terrible freedom he wanted. God seems to say to man, you made an idol of yourself, now worship it forever. You were self-occupied, now you're self-enslaved. You wanted self-communication, now live with it. One final point, coming back to verse 25. When man leaves the truth of God, he will set up his own religion or religions. Man will not worship nothing. On the contrary, he will worship anything. He will worship man or beast, but he will worship. Paul calls these religions a lie. I have heard it said that it's better to have any religion than none at all. Not true. Any man-made religion is worse than none at all because it enslaves and keeps man from truth. Any religion, no matter how moral it may be, unless it has the truth of God from the Bible, will in the end be detrimental to its devotees. Jesus said, I am the truth. That's where truth about God can be found. God's word, his expression, is embodied in Jesus. We must keep our focus on him or else we will drift into man-made religion and worship, and that is idolatry. I've talked about seeing enough of God in creation to be able to come to know him. The Renewal Singers have a song that I've asked them to sing which expresses that point well. Here they are. Even the mountains 
News, a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Shafter, California, 93263, USA.